continues and began to break things down. He said he has a public craving for controversy. For this to our world, which produces envy, tension, slander. You know that there are things in the church that have produced slander, that have produced dissension, you know, that have produced envy. Things that one of them are teaching, you know, they are preaching, you know, but at the end of it all, it ends up producing envy, slander, division. And we expose ourselves to all this about Christianity. Because when you don't have eh, the preferable, they are available. Some God. <laughs> and we are at a stage now when all kinds of stupid teachings and wrong you know, teachings are exploding very much in churches everywhere. Because lying spirits have released young men. The operations of lying spirits now are so much. And many people will be deceived. They will seek the truth that liberates. They will seek truth that gives them gain. And that's what Paul was trying to mention here when he was talking about a kind of spirituality that God, godliness, they see godliness from the point of view of gain. So they are serving God, you know, all about what they are seeking. God is blessing me. What is the blessing? Position, money. That become a today. We know that by the grace of salvation, we have received the spirit of prosperity, godly prosperity. Well, we were all beggars, the Lord provides for us supernaturally, but not gorgeously, where we begin to brandish material things as a standard of godliness. If you are sitting into the fabrics of the church right now, see them. And some pastors are beginning to repent of it now. They say, We thought this, but now God is beginning to you know, convict us. We need to be really careful. The God of this world will use anything to find how you can tie your soul to yield to the deception. You will not even know. You won't see him when they put on God on his head, further down to you. But your soul will crave for the philosophy. You so say being ruled by you know our spirits, knowingly or unknowingly. He said, for those who desire to be rich, we fall into temptation. Why do you want to be rich? Why do you want to be rich? Why do you ask God to bless you? Why do you ask God to promote you? There are people have come to me, they can't say please pray for me. I want God to bless me. I will say, why do you want God to bless you? You must find a reason for it. If it's just for your personal advertisement, sorry. Because prosperity without godliness will lead to idolatry. As we are sitting now, we are serving God with all genuineness, with an amount of position and money God will bring into your life today. But they will let him to go to church because he said he will go to church. Two of us. You have good appointment. That's why we pray that our children will experience God first before they experience what prosperity. If they experience prosperity before divinity, definitely that prosperity will end up becoming what? Idolatry. So when Paul is talking about 
which is becoming what? He says, the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. If you write it down, look at the little, you know, if you can see your life, you can see how the force of it can affect you. If you don't fight to sustain integrity of faith, complete, you will still accept that message. Just because you are strong, you will change your life. Even to fast becomes an issue for you now. But before then, you can fast, you can pray, you can give it to you. But now there's plenty of money. You say, I don't have time for all these things. God has brought my breast. That's the only way to trap the enemy has used to carry the blood of Jesus. Don't forget. They still cultures, the they still to carry the blood of men today. Hostility, violence, and violence. That has become a standard. We must break away from it. We must not become, and we must not allow ourselves to be discovered. We become snares to those things. We live and those families. What we have is not for to be puffed up. It's to be used to the glory of God. We don't live for vanity. We don't live for carnality. We don't live based on our feelings. We live by faith. If God says we should go right, we go right. Not because we feel good about it, but because the Lord has spoken. That's why the old prophets will say, Thus says the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Their ears were shackled to those there. Thus says the Lord. Once he says it, they have not thrown away. They will yield to what the Lord says. That's why Jesus always emphasizes, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, and they hear my voice. When he speaks, irrespective of how they feel, if you pray for the spirit of resentment, you know what they in our eyes. We pray that our eyes be open. We pray that we be able to hear the voice of the master speaking to us in the different voices. We pray that he orders our steps. That we are not ordering ourselves ourselves. But he is the one who orders our steps. According to the word of God in the first Samuel chapter 29. May he order our steps. May he shepherd us. May we hear his voice. Will our spirit be sharp enough to be the signals that he sent to us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ? May the quality of our spirit be so high that we have perceived the darkness of evil when it's coming and take the appropriate position to deal with the you know, contention that comes. May we have the faith to believe God's word even when it's so difficult. May our spirit be alive at every point in time that we will pass through the valleys of the shadows of death. We shall fear no evil. Unbelief will not tie us down. Ignorance will not tie us down in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We decree that the Holy Spirit will minister light to the servant's heart. That the light of God will shine more and more. And we can see beyond what our eyes can see. We can hear beyond what the ears can capture. We can perceive what our senses can capture in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God bless you.